I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important. Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov careers to learn more and apply. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte technology careers at deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. We want to talk boxing, real boxing. And I ain't going nowhere. And all you motherfuckers out there watching this know who you see every fucking day. My consistency is unmatched. You ain't been here 12 years in this shit. And I'm gonna be here tomorrow. I don't need no fucking deal. I don't need no fucking deal. I don't need no fucking deal. Niggas is gonna come listen to me because they gonna come listen to me. Don't leave. <laughs> True birds, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition, spontaneous edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. We are out here in San Diego, sunny, sunny San Diego. Psych. It's cold, San Diego, really. Uh, but we're we're wrapping it up with with, with David, Jose, Rayo, and Diego Pacheco. Uh, we've been putting it in. Interviews dropping. I believe the David Benavidez drops today at six p.m. Eastern time. Check it out. Check it out. And uh, we got a lot more coming. Uh, you know, a lot more to drop from where that came from. Obviously, we got the Rayo, Venezuela. Jose Venezuela uh, training footage is out already. Check it out. Salute to everybody in the chat. Salute to my editor, Canna, doing his thing, handling things out there. Shout out to Bo. I see you. Um, Mark Nash, I see you, champ. You stay grinding. Let's go. Uh, Yeah, man, we out here in San Diego at the Fight Stars TV mansion and uh, wrapping it up with the David Benavidez camp. Uh, I'm struggling here, man. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering whether or not I should uh, fly back, get some clothes, and fly right back to Vegas and get some things done, man. I got so many phone calls, so many fighters lined up, ready to get up in the studio and get to work. But uh, I don't know what to do, man. I don't know what to do. Five hours and 20 minutes is a long flight. But I did get to watch uh, the boys spar yesterday, man, and that was such a treat. Let me tell you guys, man. Um, Super impressed with Radio Venezuela for sure. Uh, and all the guys, really. But, I mean, that guy, you know, for what, 11 fights? He's looking ready. He's looking ready to go. Got my little Team Benavidez hat. What y'all think? What y'all think? I'm part of the team now. And this is uh, Suede Bills, you know. So it's a Suede Bill. You feel me? Let's go. Yeah, Hosa <laughs> Radio most certainly is a beast. Um, I mean, I, I, I got to watch him spar Joette Gonzalez and it was amazing. You know, he's definitely got that talent. He's got the ring IQ. He's got the, uh, he's comfortable in the ring, man. You know, 12, 13 rounds straight he did. That was impressive. He's not even an eight round fighter. So, uh, yeah, man, my time out here has definitely been. Uh, an experience for the memory books, for the history books, and for the memory, without a doubt. Uh, beautiful three acres and some change mansion. I mean, there's lemon trees out here. The tennis court has been converted into a, a, a outdoor basket. Uh, excuse me, outdoor uh, boxing gym. Uh, it just has everything you need. It's a one-stop shop, man. So very grateful to be invited here 
and, and do my show from his lovely office. I mean, check it out, man. It's such rust, so rustic. I, I I need these chairs in my studio, right? Sit down next to my guests like this. Beautiful leather, rustic chairs. You see the wear and tear. I love these things, bro. These need to be in my living room. Actually, my office. <laughs> I could use these in my office. Not that I get anybody coming through, but I could use these in the in the studio if I ever get it, man. Um, this is the perfect color and a good location to sit down with people to to just uh, you know try to get into their life, man. I had a very Amazing interview that I conducted with uh, Jose Benavides Senior, and uh, man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing, man. It's gonna be amazing when it drops. It, it'll motivate a lot of people. Obviously, a lot of father-son uh, trainer son fighter relationships out there. You know, there's a lot of good advice in there. Uh, you know, I, I ask some specific questions for the JTs of the world and any other you know, fathers that are training their sons, you know, David and Jose, well, both Jose's, they've made it on a, on, on a major level. It's like I told Jose Sr., you know, 46 years old, you know, two champions, WBA regular champion in Jose Benavidez Sr., uh, excuse me, Jr., and then two-time uh, WBC champion in David at the age of 46. That's a lot for him, man, for a guy that's self-taught, you know, never fought, <laughs> He's got to definitely uh, look at everything that he's done as an accomplishment, as a, 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 you know, achievements for sure. He's he's achieved a lot in a short amount of time, and he's brought his sons uh, to a, a place where they're comfortable, man. A place where they where they can take care of their families and uh, don't have to really worry about anything. When you look at Jose Benavidez Jr., he's he's in Hollywood right now, man, filming for the Creed Three. And you think a bit, David, I mean, he's in camp three months before his fight just to stay right. So uh, everything that their father has taught them is definitely showing because uh, their futures are, are, are set, the both of them. And, uh, you know, he took in Rayo Venezuela, a.k.a. Jose Venezuela, and uh, he calls him his son as well, man. So, you know, uh, just an overall great experience to be here and. And be able to soak everything in, be able to watch that sparring. Whew, that was amazing. I got to see Joette, man. Joette was here. His brother was here. His dad was here. Um, they really had some major sparring, man. It was, it was, it was going down. Uh, I got Rob twenty three K says Benavidez is the most avoided monster in boxing. I mean, I don't know, man. Some people would argue that Charlo's avoided. They would argue that. Andre is avoided. <laughs> Obviously, Benavidez will fight both of those guys. He's excited about Andre moving up. Obviously, he understands that, you know, politics are involved in these things. And um, there's a possibility that he doesn't get an Andre fight because Andre is moving up to 168 on the WBO side, uh, also the zone side. And uh, it, it may not give him an opportunity um, to fight a uh and Andre, because he's on the other side of the street, theoretically. Um, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't want to fight him, you know. He understands Andre's skill and ability. And uh, he's looking to put names on his resume, man, that, that, that can give him a legacy, you know. And that's what's got to be admired about Benavidez, man. <laughs> you know, when asked, he says yes. You want to fight Ustatiki? Yes. You want to fight Plant? Yes. You want to fight Jamal Charlo? Yes. You want to fight Andre? Yes, 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 uh, <laughs> is his responses, man. So, you know, uh, we as boxing fans, we need to get behind someone like that without a doubt and uh, try to help them get those big fights. Obviously, you know, it's funny because talking to the, the father, he understands that, um, you know, they haven't done a lot in this sport and there's still more to do. And uh, it, I think that's what makes them so likable is their, their humble nature, you know. Um, but the the trip is almost over, man. I'm almost sad to go back, man, because there's so much happening and shaking. But got to get back to the warm state of Florida. Let me tell you, San Diego is freezing, 
reason. I, I, I didn't know it gets this cold out here, for real. I thought this was uh, California. I didn't know it can get that cold. <laughs> but uh, this experience has just been uh, one of a kind. Definitely, like I said, one for the history books, one to remember. Uh, and, and we can come back, which is the beauty. You know, we're, we're, we're definitely invited back to do it again. They'll be here for about 11 weeks, so there's there's plenty of time to come back if uh, later in the camp. And then uh, look forward to see who else is going to use this magnificent location, man, and, and what other great content we can get uh, in this mansion. I mean, you know, the Archie Moores and the Canellos of the world have been training in San Diego for quite some time, and and this, this makes it possible for everyone, you know. And I spoke to the fighters and the trainer about uh, being in this setting, in this location, and, and how it helps things. How does it make things any better? And uh, obviously, you alleviate all that traffic, all the hours on the road, driving to and from sparring, to and from the gym, you know, having your own ring right in this three-acre and some change compound. Uh, alleviates getting in the car for 40 minutes to an hour to get to one location and then doing that all over again to get back. Uh, that could be stressful, and that can take away hours out of your day. You could get so much more done um, if you have everything you need accessible to you. No long trips, no hour uh, road trips for sure. But, uh, yeah, man, I was not expecting Joette Gonzalez to come in and, you know, be sparring Rayo. You know, that was uh, some high-level sparring. Joette Gonzalez's fault. Uh, Navarrete and Shakur. So his skill showed, you know. He might have lost those two fights, but he showed. I seen his skill in that sparring session. You can tell that he had the experience over Rayo. Um, it was very good, man. Shout out to Mark Nash with a super chatty who says, Ness, do interim champs pay sanctioning fee? We're debating. If White has been paying WBC also, 20 people match my donation to support the show. Hashtag TBB. Shout out to you uh, for trying to start a movement with the support. We appreciate you. And in terms of the interim champ paying sanctioning fee, absolutely. He's got to pay sanctioning fees. And uh, you can't even become a champ without paying them sanctioning fees. That's all part of the game, for sure. So uh, shout out to Mark Nash. He's got a channel of his own. Definitely click on that link and check him out. Subscribe. He talks a multitude of different topics over there. He gets into the pop culture. You know, I even seen the other day you had, uh, I think you were trying to do like, Nas versus Jay-Z on the albums. Like, who had the better album or something like that? You know. I almost almost questioned his music skills, you know. Because, obviously, Jay's always had the better album. Come on. Always. I know there's some, some brainwashed sheep out there that believe Stillmatic was somehow better than the Blueprint. <clears throat> That'll never be the case. But, shout out to Eduardo Garcia. Robert 23K in the building, Dr. DeZone, BB the King. Shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Uh, I wanted to do a live from, from, from within the mansion before I get up out of here. You know, the little lady is ready to go. She's, she's like, yo, when are we leaving? When are we leaving? She ready to go back to sunny Florida. I'm telling you, it's too cold out here. It is too cold. I, I can't believe it, man. Uh, someone would have told me that it, it gets this cold in, in, in Cali. Honestly, I wouldn't have believed it. But uh, being out here to experience it, obviously, <laughs> I can see now that this shit is real. <laughs> you know? Today is a day off for the camp, you know? So uh, not much we can do. Hopefully somebody wakes up. I see them passing by the hall, and I bring them up in here for a little quick sit down. But uh, not guaranteed that is as it is a day off. They definitely, and it's not a complete day off. Obviously, they did their road work uh, early this morning around eight. Came back, passed out. 
So I was doing my interview with Jose Benavidez uh, Sr. during the morning time while they slept. Wrap that up. And uh, I've been having the setup set up for, 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 for like a day and some change. And I just haven't been able to go live from in here because, uh, you know, been pulled in so many different directions. I'm, I'm, I'm literally uploading and sending files to like two different places, well, actually three different places on two different devices. So I got two different transfers going as we speak. So I'm, I'm over here killing the internet. Not only am I going live, but I'm sending multiple heavy, <laughs> heavy, heavy video files out, man, just to get that content up. Does Canelo become undisputed at 175? I mean, I don't think that any of us think it's far-fetched. I don't think that any of us uh, don't believe that it's a possibility that can happen. Um, it's Canelo Alvarez, man. <laughs> He's as good as advertised, without a doubt. But if you're watching this on YouTube, you already know what you got to do. Hit that thumbs up button. It's going to help with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this particular episode in the eyes of other boxing fans, in the other in the eyes of other El Bandera Roja boxing fans, letting them know that we are getting that exclusive and intimate content with the Benavidez uh, senior family. But, uh, yeah, let's see what we got here. I got Jordan Baker, the mastermind, with, with a pound for pound hitting me up, talking about grocery bags. What are we talking here? I tell you what, though, in San Diego, you do got to pay for your grocery bags. Can you believe it? They're charging 20 cents for paper and plastic bags out here. Insane. I, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. It's not like I've never been in an Aldi's or a, uh, what do you call those other ones? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, the big ones, man, where they sell you all the bulk shit. I can't even think of it right now. Costco and BJ's, all that shit. You know, they don't give you bags either, but they at least give you fucking cardboard boxes to carry your shit out. I mean, San Diego's out here wowing. You know, gas is five twenty, <laughs> bags are twenty cent, and everything closes at nine o'clock. Go figure, man. It's crazy out here. You gotta love San Diego, I tell you. I don't think it's for me. A lot of hills. And big houses that I can't afford, so I don't know. Definitely not for me. Shout out to Ethan, fans in uh, Philadelphia for the hoodie. Young amateur coming up, trained by Greg Hatchett. Get some work in with Bo Ziennis and Boots Ennis. He's mentored by Boots. This is his brand. This is his label. He's still just a 14-year-old kid out there trying to, trying to live out his dreams, man, and accomplish things, man. So shout out to Ethan. And, um, yeah, man. Just uh, really excited about, you know, being in this camp and, 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 and having this experience, man, and being able to come back and, and, and give you guys all the details of what, what took place, man. Just being able to see how hard, how hard this two-time champion and David Benavides still trains. The fact that, you know, people think he's some sort of uh, undisciplined person. Meanwhile, he's in, in camp three months ahead of the uh, potential fight date. So definitely uh, admirable. And, uh, you know, you got to admire a guy that, 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 that works as hard as he does, even when he's gotten as far as he has. I mean, you got a Lambo. <laughs> you got a Lambo. Your house is paid off. You don't, you don't, you, you know, not everybody works as hard as the champ does when they've accomplished as much financially as he has. But we got big Fish Davidian in Buffalo Falls. He says, hey, what's good, Ness Heyman? God bless the Boxing Voice family. 100 emoji with the double black heart. Shout out. Eduardo Garcia, I agree with you, man. Cali is whack. When you factor in taxes, which last I checked were like 10.5, you factor in the high price of gas, the high price of real estate. Uh, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> when you factor all that in, I don't know what you guys are doing in here, but my man said, what part of San Diego? Uh, I would say as close to Santa Fe and as possible because that's where the mansion is at. So uh, I'm somewhere in Santa Fe. All right. All right. Um, just getting a message from Brandon, who has uh, created something. 
one of our guests that we won't be having a day, obviously, too hectic of a day. And uh, just not don't have the true capabilities. Right now, I mean, if I wanted to have calls, I could, but I'm, I'm physically using the phone to uh, send out some files so that they can be uploaded and you can get this this new content, man. This new content. Jesus M's, you're going to do interviews. Interviews with who? Because I've already done them with, uh, who'd we do? Uh-oh, Javane and he said, I still need that intro, brother. Talking to Brandon. Uh, so in terms of um, interviews, yeah, I've, d- I've done them all. You know, we got Pacheco yesterday. We got uh, Radio yesterday. And we got David yesterday. And we got Senior today. So uh, some of the content has already been uploaded, Javane. You can check the uh, YouTube channel. I know that the training footage for Radio is already up and out. And, uh, you know, the interview for, for David. Uh, a snippet, about seven minutes of it, is also out. Um, so, yeah, man, uh, definitely uh, if you want to check it out, just head on over to YouTube.com forward slash The Boxing Voice for more. Uh, and we appreciate everybody that supports the movement, man. We're just out here grinding, you know, doing what we love and feeling blessed every single day that we can still do what we love. Yeah, I'm with you, Javane. You know, the, the, the thumbs up, they never equate to the live views. More more snoopers than you get supporters. But what you going to do, man? Every view counts. Every view matters. Uh, hitting the thumbs up is definitely a plus. So if you want to do that, it helps with the visibility of the show. It's going to put this channel in the eyes of some other boxing fans and let them know that we're, we're rocking out, man. Not only are we a seven-day-a-week podcast, uh, but we go on the road, man, and we get the content that you need, you know, try to get the interviews and, and ask the questions that you want. You know, you are the ones that put those questions for us in our Patreon or our community. And, 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 and we ask the fighters what you want, you know, and we try to get the answers um, as best as possible, you know. Ruffle a couple feathers and do the best that we can. You did see Abraham Martinez lose Last night to Ostreras Vasquez. No, I didn't, bro. I was here. Lord, I was here from 10.30 to about 5.30. And uh, no food. So, you know, after that, went and picked up some food. You know, had to smoke, shower, all that good shit. And I was drained, man. I was drained. I did not see any fights whatsoever. Uh, Otis. Yeah, you know, um, I guess like the rest of us. We just assumed he was undisciplined because of the rumors, but I I, I interviewed him, and uh, the beauty is that you get to hear it from him, what he believes took place, and uh, why it it happened, and uh, like I said, I I, I told him, I I don't think anyone's ever asked, you know, Um, but he he definitely gave a, a believable answer. You know, um, I'll, I'll let the interview drop, obviously, so that you can uh, hear it firsthand and out the horse's mouth, so to speak. But uh, it's quite understandable what he says, and it's 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 very believable. Uh, and, and you know, just to give you some context, obviously, you know, uh, he told me he's been getting good money since he was twenty. He's twenty five now, so you know. Uh, Never having and then having uh, in a lump sum by once, you know, uh, you can go a little bit crazy, so to speak, you know. And uh, that's what he did. He lived a little. Uh, It wasn't an undisciplined thing. It was more about, you know, uh, doing some of the things you've never done, you know. And when you're 20, you know, it's not like you're 31 when you're 20. And there's a reason for that, you know. So, again, uh, on the outside, looking in. We all have opinions, and we all think we know, but, you know, when you see him work, you know that there isn't an issue with, with, with discipline. He doesn't need his dad to tell him what to do, how to do it, how long to do it for. He's a guy that gets in the ring and in the gym and does what he needs to do and then motivates his stablemates to do what he's doing or do more than what he's doing. So, you know, again, uh, the, that's why these experiences are amazing and uh, super memorable for me because you get to see firsthand. There is no more 
need for assumption and speculation. You're there. You're watching. You know, I'm coming in multiple times. Uh, I'm coming in different days, and I'm seeing, you know. He doesn't need a bunch of people in there, uh, no entourages, you know. He's a worker. So I spoke to Senior about that, Dr. DeZone, and, uh, you know, he said that they've, they've, they've got on the phone with multiple people, with Ronnie, with Louis DeCubas, trying to make that Charlo fight, you know, trying to make that plant fight. Uh, they just feel like you cannot force anyone to fight you. And, and at the end of the day, that's true. Um, I just think that that fight's probably a little more – I think it's a little easier to make now that, that Plant suffered his first loss. If I'm Louis DeCubas, I got Plant, I got Benavides. that's two separate Canelo checks is how I'm looking at it. But now that Plant lost, maybe we might get that Benavides, uh, you know, Plant because, again, he's gotten his Canelo shot. Uh, there's more of an opportunity – and a possibility that Plant will take a risk now that he already has that, you know, sense of security. That $10 million, he could have had put that away and just be trying to collect interest on that puppy. So, you know, you're, you're probably a little more inclined to do certain things now that you have that financial security for your family. Andres says, do they mind you smoking? Well, obviously I didn't smoke uh, in their house or on their property or in front of them. Uh, But, yeah, we definitely had the conversation that I blow down like a chimney. And I definitely smoke every day after I leave and before I get here, you know. Not an issue. Um, B Real Boxing says, David, get away from PBC. No valen la belga. I mean, when you see his interview, I bet you that you will be you would be forced to have a different opinion. Uh, you know, he gives some 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 very solid, intimate details of his relationship with PBC and Al Heyman, and uh, I don't think he's ever going anywhere. And, um, you know, if you listen to my interview with Jose Benavidez Sr., uh, we do talk about that time that Top Rank uh, allegedly signed David um, because of Alex Ariza. So, uh, man, we got some some super-duper gems there, man. He gave me so much good content, not only the father, but obviously David Radio as well. So, man, I, I just hope you guys check out all these interviews and uh, end up being as excited as I am. Uh, yes, I know Conciao is fighting today as well on ESPN. We'll see, man. Uh, we'll see if I can even watch that. I don't know how um, it's going to be, you know, uh, in terms of, what I'm going to do next, and, and, and will I be available? I, I, it crossed my mind, like, oh, there's a fight this weekend. It would be super good if David and the boys were watching it, Jose and, 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 and Diego, and maybe I can come and film their reaction to watching the fights, is what passed through my mind. You know, it crossed through my mind from a, from a content creator standpoint. Their reaction to the live fights, I think, would be good. It would be better, obviously, if it was a bigger fight, you know, one that brought more attention to boxing fans because uh, then the, you know, the piece of content that I have in mind would would, would do better. But, uh, you know, beggars can't be choosers, right? So we got to see what shakes, man. Again, I, I don't know if that's even a possibility. I got to drop my videographer off at the airport. He's going back. He's gotten two days' worth of footage, so, you know, he's good. Um, but, yeah, 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 yeah. We got Hosa, who says Benavides versus Plant. I mean, I th- it's a fight that everybody wants, man. It's a fight that everybody wants. It's a fight that's been talked about for, for quite some time now. And um, it's, just a ba- it's just a matter of what, what makes sense, man, what makes sense financially for for these managers and promoters, man, do they take the risk? If you got two commodities that can give you two big-time checks against a Canelo, do you really put those two people in versus each other, or do you put them in separately with Canelo and earn your percentage of each individual fight? And as a business, and as a businessman, that sounds like the right decision to make for me. I get it. For the fans, they want to see Benavidez Plant, they want to see Benavidez Charlo, but those are three separate Canelo checks right now. Those three men 
have all been in position to get a Canelo fight. So it's like, do I risk one of these Canelo checks and that percentage that I win from that? Or do I have all these men sit and wait to get that Canelo fight? And, uh, you know, it's not like we we know exactly that that is the reason, but it's definitely the reason that the fight fans are believing this fight isn't happening or those fights, you know, because there are a few. I mean, if you think about it, the Charlo Benavides has been brewing for three years, bro, since October 2019. And then the plant fight with Benavides has been brewing for a long time. All they're doing really is giving Benavides more confidence by, you know, and respect by, 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 by Canelo and Eddie Reynoso telling him, hey, do the X, Y, Z, or you haven't done X, Y, Z. By Charlo telling him, do X, Y, Z, you know, get a vaccination, let's fight at a catch weight, all this stuff. It just, it, it just, uh, you know, it sh- it's, it's given us the, 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 the inclination that they don't want to fight him, that he's a threat, you know. Um, I mean, how many guys has he wanted to fight, attempted to fight, called out, uh, contacted out, contacted Louie about? I don't know. Yeah, Troy, I seen that about the iguanas falling out of trees, bro. But that was only in uh, oh, what is that city? I don't know, like Ochiwaka. I don't know, some weird uh, you know, not weird, but you know, I think it was like an Indian name. I'm not sure. Like oh, uh, almost not. It doesn't sound anything like Wisconsin's Oconomowoc, but it's it's like Ochi whatever. I don't know. Uh, what V says, what channel? What do you mean, what channel? I'm lost. I'm lost. This is the only channel that matters. It's TBV, the boxing voice, the voice of the people. Uh, Chick Chickarelli, what do you mean, nothing to see here, champ? I mean, what do you mean, nothing to see here? There's, there's plenty. We're, we're in one of the exclusive rooms uh, in, in this mansion. I mean, right here off to me, there's a little patio. And this is the beauty. Like, every room has its own outdoor space, pretty much. This is like a resort, let me tell you. Uh, I'm sure if I wanted to smoke, I'd just go out there and smoke. But, obviously, I'm on work mode. Uh, Anthony Lopez says, Benavidez is not ready because you think you're ready. Don't mean you gonna win. Benavidez needs more fights before facing Canelo, which could be true. But uh, you got to think about guys like Mike Tyson, Floyd, you know, who who had Floyd fought before he fought Hernandez, you know. Uh, plenty of dudes won world titles against people that were, quote-unquote, in a better position than them um, because they're just because they were given the opportunity. Sometimes the opportunity is all you really need for the motivation, you know. Um, how big that moment is wanting to succeed in that moment uh, sometimes is all you really need. Uh, so, you know, and Benavidez knows that. He, 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 he hears and sees the comments about people saying he doesn't deserve a shot or he's not ready for a shot, but he turns around and says, what did Rocky Fielding do? Charlo might get the shot. What, what, what has Charlo done? You know, and yes, Charlo may have a better resume if we're debating than, than Benavidez, but who has he been fighting to get that shot? Are we are we giving him that shot based off past performances like the Julian Williams and Dervianchenko maybe? I don't know. I don't know. You know, so who's to say that anyone has earned the shot? I think that we need to throw that word away, right? Like, is anyone earning it or is Canelo picking them? You know? Are, are they really earning it, or is Canelo just picking them? And that's who ends up getting the fight. Like, you know, did Rocky earn it? Obviously, there's a there's a story to tell there. Someone would believe, yeah, Rocky earned it. He went all the way to Germany. He knocked out Zugi. You know, he deserved that. He left his comfort zone. He went away from the U.K. He won a belt on the road on, the, on, on German soil. All right. You know, that's an argument. It doesn't necessarily mean that the entire world believes that he deserved the Canelo shot because he won a, a, a title on foreign soil. So as many excuses uh, as, as people have, there's always the counter to that, you know, whether you thought he deserved it or didn't. 
you know, you if you thought Callum deserved it because he went through the uh, World Boxing Super Series tournament, I mean, that, that, that win was long ago. And since that win, you know, there haven't been the sexiest names on his resume. So, again, was he earning his position at Callum, uh, excuse me, at, at Canelo? Or did Canelo just happen to pick a matchroom fighter in, in Callum Smith? You know, um, so it's just it's just something to think about. You know, we we never know how these things work out. You know, uh, one would assume Mexico versus Mexico is a big fight on Cinco de Mayo. We've seen how Canelo and Julio Cesar Chavez did, right? That was one point something, and it was two Mexicans. But it seems like it's Jamal Charlo that's getting the opportunity uh, with Canelo Alvarez or possibly getting the opportunity with Canelo Alvarez, you know, and not David, who you would assume is a more marketable fight because, you know, now you got all Mexicans coming out, not just the Mexican fans of Canelo, but the Mexicans, they want to see Canelo beat and the fans of Benavidez. And then you got to factor in the Benavidez is also, you know, part Ecuadorian. So, you know, he brings in a totally different demographic to the table. Dennis in Tampa, saludos, champ. Dame mi cura de boxeo. Coño, carajo. Shout out to Dennis in Tampa. Always holding down TBV. Um, we got De Leon Daniels that says Ramirez, Bivol, and Better Beef is going to kill David. Oh, really? It's funny you say that because Diego Pacheco, who's a stablemate of Jose, uh, well, excuse me, David Benavides, he's already sparred. Uh, Ramirez, and and you got to think David was sparring uh, Gennady Golovkin. He was telling me yesterday he was sparring Gennady Golovkin when he was like sixteen, bro. <laughs> so I don't know that uh, Gilberto Ramirez is a uh, a threat. Obviously, he has some physical attributes that 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 can give him uh, some advantages in a fight. Obviously, height, reach, combination punching. Um, but you got to factor in that there's there seems to be a reason the top rank never put him in a, a fight more dangerous than the Jesse Hart fight. And there, there there's also got to be a reason that, that he never got a Canelo shot as the only other Mexican. You know, he was the first Mexican as big as he was in those higher divisions outside of Andy. And he never really got a shot with top rank. You know, uh, they're supposed to be the machine, and I'm using air quotes. They weren't able to turn him into a household name, and instead they they turned him over to uh, Golden Boy, right? So it's not like they benefited from their time with, with, with Gilberto, and he wasn't happy. He left them, you know, but they never offered him a true championship fight. He won some titles, I think, at 1668, vacant titles or something like that, but nothing. He has no career-defining fight. I mean, I believe Jesse Hart and Sullivan Barrera maybe are the biggest names. If he ever fought Sullivan, I mean, I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure that he fought Sullivan Barrera. But once again, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. It helps with the visibility of the show. It's going to help us grow. Um, yeah, man. Listen, you know who I seen? Uh, Diego's brother. I wonder if it's he or bro. Diego's brother is a beast. Diego uh, Pacheco's brother is a heavyweight, young boy, animal. I went through his Instagram. Lord, what a left hook. I really hope he's here so I can sit him in the chair, man. I was just going through his Instagram yesterday, and I, I was shocked. I didn't think uh, he moves that well or was that fast. Uh, he looks David Benavidez's influence, so I got to ask. He was doing this beautiful, like, uh, triple uppercut to the body, you know, like, right left, right uppercut, finishing with the left hook up top, looking amazing. And, uh, yeah, he's doing well, too. He's got some national tournaments or some some, some amateur wins already. Um, and, uh, yeah, man, you know, he's got the motivation, too. I mean, Eddie told him if he keeps winning in the amateurs, he does his thing. There might be a little deal for him, so he's got that motivation. I got Candy Slim 501 that says most people – would party as a champion at 20 with 200K in the bank. David was also the first fight in the COVID bubble with stupid restrictions where he couldn't run for the last week. Media don't tell you that. 
also he couldn't leave his room. It was like being in jail. I, I spoke to him yesterday, and 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 he was only allowed to go to the gym that only had one elliptical and one um. What is that called? George, Lord, it's escaping my mind. One elliptical and one treadmill, and they could only use it for one hour. No bag work, nothing. Uh, they wanted them not doing anything or touching anything during that bubble time. And, uh, you know, he credits that as one of the reasons that it was hard to make weight because they had him in the bubble so early and he wasn't granted the normal uh, abilities that he'd had in the past to uh lose the weight so they're saying what's diego pacheco's brother's name let me check his ig um because the the, the kid deserves it his uh, his name is jr everybody's a jr yep his name is jr and uh his his instagram is fed pacheco f-e-d pacheco one and uh, he's the number two ranked heavyweight in the U.S. Uh, but I, I was told that he's been elevated to number one because uh, the number one did something. I don't know. Did he sign or something like that? I think he signed a contract. Uh, I'm going to try and take a little quick intermission, see if there's anybody uh, awake. Uh, I would love to get, like I said, Pacheco's brother. Um, yeah, this camp got something special going on for sure. These guys are all you know, in tune, and, uh, oh, I could actually screen share this here, right, let me see, camera, surface, include, nope, nope, I can't include that, because I don't have it connected, unfortunate, but, mm, I think I can do this, let me see, the issue is the audio. You won't. You probably aren't going to get any of the audio because, again, I'm not in my home studio, which allows me to screen share with audio. But I do want to. What is this? August 10th. I do want to show this. Let's see here. Where we go? So, well, this is strange. Mm, what am I missing here? What am I doing wrong? I'm I'm so used to my own setup that this yes screen share all right let's see if that works uh open system oh that's not what i wanted to do let me see uh fire screen no current application yes see if that's going to work. See, in my home studio, all this shit is set up. No need to do none of that. Give it permission, bro. What's up with you? Let me see. Activate audio system capture. No, 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 no. All right, all right. Why are we just showing the desktop here. So corny, right? Mm, Google, bam. That that should do it. No. I should have did it right there, but it's still not doing it. Hmm. Let me see. strange all right well i was trying to get this screen shared to you but it's just not working at the moment something i'm doing wrong here and i can't figure it out 
Maybe I got to get permission. Let's see. And it looks like I can't give permission while I'm live. Yep. Nope, nope. It's not letting me. All right. Well, another time then. We'll have to remove this. I was trying to sh screen share his... Uh, I guess I can do this, right? Let me see. These are the these are the woes of uh, the traveling, the traveling setup. But I found the workaround. Boom! Include the iPhone. Sources, camera, include. There we go. And then we gotta unlock first. And add. Here we go. So this is his brother. Yeah, see, that's coming out the speaker instead of internally. Let me see if there's a way to do it internally. iPhone. Playthrough. I need to show you this combination. Check this out. I hear this too. his brother and it's just like I said you know um, he looks like he got some some skill <laughs> serious look at that left hook oh so you guys can hear it all right so I'll let you I'll continue <laughs> this picture here right this is big bro with little bro look at the difference though big bro with little bro and we already know pacheco is huge oh shit look at that <laughs> i didn't even see that i see the sponsor now on his on his uh on his on his suit get out of here i should have got one of those man i needed one of those uh Man, look at that blue moon all on the trunks. But look how big he is, bro. So it's gonna be interesting to see where he where where he goes, who he ends up with. I'm 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 stoked though. After finding him, it's like whoa! Look at this. Let's go, let's go, let's go. 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 Let
this morning talking about blah, 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 so what? Don't act like everybody. I know you guys are not, but I, I I wait, I wait until you know he gets to that level. I can see it though. If he keeps continues to get the right training and and stay focused, I can definitely see him uh, doing amazing things in this sport, man. Especially as a heavyweight with that age, that youthfulness. Come on, man. Heavyweights are like thirty something years old. They won't even be able to deal with his tank and his youthfulness. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to be the next great Mexican heavyweight, but uh, with the skill set, with his mechanics, with with, with, with what, how that power looks, <laughs> uh, I'm excited to see what comes next. Yeah, Mary's a gangster, Big Matthew. Or she's just a hater hating on my mans and I'm looking great. She know he looked great. Let me try to hate on him. He's looking good for a young guy. Sure, for sure. Um, but man, can't hear you, Ness. Then lose the video. I mean, they hear me now. Uh oh, Ethan, what up, bro? I got your hoodie on, champ. Shout out to you, man. Um, but yeah, you should be able to hear me now. I got the video off. I turned it off. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and end it anyway. I want. I just wanted to go live. Um, you know, from the mansion, talk to y'all a little bit, let y'all know we're still out here working. But, uh, yeah, it's a wrap, man. That's DTO, Instagram, and Twitter. Catch us on the next one. We out here. We working, man. We working.